this is Dana, host of the Spark Now podcast, where you get relationship advice from your everyday housewife. On this episode, I'm going to talk about conflict and how honest conflict is better than dishonest harmony. So if you're in a relationship, no matter what, no matter how wonderful or how loving or how whatever great your relationship is, we all have to deal with conflict. So a lot of the times though, that at least I've noticed, is that it's not necessarily the conflict that creates a long-term resentment in a relationship, but it's how we deal with the conflict. So when something arises, you can choose to deal with conflict in a couple of different ways. You can choose to tackle the conflict head on together, problem solve together, and make sure that both of you or at least one of you is satisfied with the resolution. Um, but you know, just in a positive way where you work on it together or one or both of you can avoid the conflict at hand. And that really leads to, let's face it, resentment and tension and hatefulness and hatred and anger and whatever. So I'm going to tell you guys a story about Jason and I and how in the past and still happens now, but really in the past, how something that happened between us literally led to World War III. Yes, um, apparently World War III happens all the time in my house. Well, not all the time, but anyways. So how we had an issue that led to something huge because it was avoided. So one of the biggest issues between Jason and I is cleanliness in our house. So me personally, because I'm normal, I need things to be sparkling clean. I don't want anything on my floors. I don't, you know, no grass, no dirt, no dog hair, no nothing. I want my clothes to be folded neatly. So when the dryer literally is done, we go in right away. We take the clothes out. We fold them right away neatly. No creases. Well, okay, but maybe not that intense, but you get the point. Put them away. Zero dishes in the sink. That is actually a huge pet peeve of mine. And if I walk into a house or my house, actually, and unless the dishwasher is running, you know, because it's already full, there should never be a, a, a dish in the sink. Like, I don't want, anywho. Now I'm just getting off to, well, just go me, anyways. All right. So Jason, on the other hand, he doesn't give a crap about this stuff. He tracks dirt into the house all the time, shoes in the house, which, you know, I try not to freak out too much about, but he wears his shoes in the house, which tracks in dirt and grass and mulch and whatever. And he doesn't really think he needs a vacuum after this. He's like, okay, whatever. His freshly clean clothes that, you know, I just finished washing for him. He takes, throws them on the floor. If I'm lucky. Or, or if I'm lucky, he might put them in his um, drawers. And they're barely hanging on to dear life in those poor drawers. And they can't even close. And he literally leaves used dishes, like used, crusty, nasty old dishes on the counter. Or if I'm lucky, maybe it will be in the sink, but there's no water actually there to soak them or anything. So there's just nasty, crusty dishes, maybe sitting in the sink, maybe sitting in the counter, nothing. It it drives me absolutely insane. So I know what some of you guys are thinking. You're okay. Like, well, Dana, you know, why don't you just ask him to clean up after himself? Well, I've done that. And Jason, as amazing and wonderful as he is at times, he's definitely one of those guys or types people, because let's face it, like whatever, um, he hates to be told that he's doing something wrong or hates to be there any insinuation that he could have possibly done something wrong. So 
for a really long time, I have asked him to clean up, clean up after himself. And when I asked him that, I said, Jason, put your, you know, dishes away. Jason, put your clothes away. Jason, can you please vacuum the floor after you bring all that crap into my house? I would immediately have to hear that I was being too naggy. Um, The house could look crappy for a little bit. I repeat, guys, yes, don't, don't pass out. Don't faint because I almost did when he said this. He literally said the words, the house can look crappy for a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, um, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Dana, it's not, it's not a big deal. If I leave the dishes out, it's not a big deal. If any of this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So you guys could only imagine how frustrated I was hearing this all the time. You can hear my voice now, even after, you know, how many times later, how still frustrated this makes me. So, um, but yeah, so after a while, I just kind of stopped bringing it up because I didn't want to constantly hear how I was nagging or it wasn't a big deal or how the house could be crappy. So, I was trying really hard to be the sweet, loving girlfriend who would just, you know, okay, quietly clean up after his. And yes, this is, I'm telling a story. This was before we got engaged or married or anything. So this is how long ago it was um, and how it still, you know, just makes me angry. So anyways, um, the only problem was when I would try to be the sweet, quiet girlfriend, like, okay, I'll pick up another dish after him or another whatever after him, it created a resentment in, in, inside of me, I would literally like curse his existence in my head. Like, you know, uh, Charlotte in the sex in the city movie, when she sees big outside right before she gives birth and she goes, I curse the day you were born. Like that's literally me. Every time I saw Jason not cleaning up after himself. So finally, after all of this time of me avoiding the subject of just cleaning and, you know, cursing his entire existence in the head, in my head, and, you know, literally like being angry over the fact that we had to breathe the same air. And I was literally just daydreaming of all the different ways I was going to kill him. Sorry, I'm getting really frustrated right now. Um, I finally lost it. I lost it on him. So I really don't need to go into too many details because you guys could probably imagine the words and the threats that were coming straight from my soul. I lost it and it was just insane. And when I lost it on him, he literally just stood there like wide-eyed, terrified that I was just just going crazy. And I literally, he could see that I was preparing to take his head off, off of his body just using my bare hands. Like he could physically see how angry I was. So at this point, after I'm literally got my hands around his head, just like pulling, you know, to remove it, something finally clicked for him. Maybe it was me. Maybe I pulled, you know, something in his neck. Maybe there was something like a kink in his neck that was, you know, blocking the cleanliness part of his brain. So maybe I pulled it and released it. I don't know what it was, but something finally did click for him. So he realized that Even though cleanliness wasn't a big deal to him, which I don't understand how someone can't have a nice clean house, anywho, um, that it's important to me. It's really important to me. It's a huge need of mine. I, I cannot live in a dirty house. It's very important to me. And he also understood that, okay, Dana's clearly asked me this countless time before, countless times before, and that I really just need to stop being so bleh and pick up after myself. So that's what he finally realized. And he did realize that the, every time that he refused to do it, every time he told me it wasn't a big deal, you nag too much, Dana, it's a, get over it, that it, it created just this tension for me because it's like, okay, here's a situation, here's a problem that we're having. And every time I knew that when I asked him to do something, 
he would say no. And then that made me mad. So then now I stopped talking to him and that led to an even bigger conflict, which was just insane. So finally it was like, you know, it was a wake up call that I finally was waiting for, you know, it wasn't the most pleasant wake up call because I was angry and stressed out and I didn't want to, you know, be screaming at him, but it it was a wake up call that we both needed. So now, you know, using the memory of that almost fateful day, Jason and I, we really do try our best um, to combat problems as a team. You know, we still fail at times because we're not perfect, but we really do try our best to problem solve together. So when a conflict arises, instead of us blaming the other person, claiming it's not a big deal or that someone's being too naggy, we'll collaborate and calmly discuss a solution to our problem. And, you know, sometimes a solution makes both of us satisfied and sometimes it only makes one of us satisfied. But when we resolve the conflict honestly and openly, that means we both win and, you know, of course, our marriage wins. So, you know, sure, Jason still tracks dirt into my house and he leaves forks in random places. And don't ask me why he does that, but I I find forks everywhere in my house. But he now understands that when I bring it up and say, hey, Jason, why is there a fork in the bathroom? There's nothing else but just this dirty fork. He now understands that this is an opportunity for the both of us to work together as a team and use a conflict to positively enhance our marriage. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. I would love if you guys could follow me on social media just to see what I'm up to on a day-to-day basis. My Instagram handle, my personal Instagram handle is Dana Lynn Spark, and my business one is Spark Now, and you can also find me on Facebook at Spark Now. I hope you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.